everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast, our Equipped for Change edition. I am your Chief Outcome Facilitator, Keisha A. Rivers of the Cars Group, and I help you create successful outcomes by equipping you to embrace and manage change. And on today's episode, I want to talk about who are you in a crisis? And Part of the reason why I'm dealing with issues around crises and change is not just because of COVID-19 and everything that we're, we're having to adjust and adapt to, but also because this is an opportunity for us to really think about all of the myriad ways that we need to prepare ourselves for change and for being able to adjust. And a big part of that is if you've ever thought about how people react to change and how people are, um, their personalities may change and they may, um, you know, start thinking differently or talking differently or acting differently. And it's because of a myriad number of different um, influences. And so everybody has this innate fear of not being enough. We don't want to feel inadequate. We don't want to feel out of control. We don't want to feel less than. We don't want to feel shame. We want to always feel as if we've got it all together. And so I'm not immune to that because even in my 15 years of of being an entrepreneur and having my own business, and even though I have worked on various projects with large corporations and small startups and I've been on special projects with with school districts and I've been you know great stages and spoken internationally and worked with a, a variety of different types of people whenever it comes to something that is sudden change I still find myself doubting some things about what I do and why I make the decisions that I make that's just natural that's just the way we are as human beings And nobody really feels comfortable saying, I don't know, especially when there's a crisis, especially when people are looking to you for answers. And they are saying that you have to make the decisions about what direction they go in, what they decide to do, how they decide to do it, and the success or failure of it rests on your shoulders. So when we're creating these organizations and we're thinking about the ways in which we want to work with people on our teams and the ways in which we want to relate with to people and connect with people, we have to ask ourselves, who are we in a crisis? Who shows up? There are a number of times that I can tell you that people who want answers are not going to be very open to hearing you say, I don't know. And so as a result of that, we tend to build up these alter egos that know everything, that are experts, that take us outside of the areas where we feel discomfort and make us feel more sure about ourselves or more comfortable about ourselves. Case in point, Beyonce, years she came out with an interview and was talking about Sasha Fierce because innate, like at her natural state, she's very shy or was very shy at the time. And in order for her to get up on stage and to really perform and do the things that made her known as a performer, she needed to go into another mode. So Sasha Fierce was born. I have an alter ego and my friends know her as Kiki. Whenever I get into a certain situation and I need to level up, so to speak, I call on Kiki in order to stand up and to belt out a speech or to, um, to, to navigate through uncomfortable situations or to make myself 
feel as if I've got this. So whatever you need to do in order for you to feel as if you are showing up fully prepared and fully able to, to deal with whatever's in front of you, a lot of people do that. And it's healthy and it's normal for you to do that to a certain extent. But what happens when your alter ego or the face that you show other people is not completely genuine? What happens when that alter ego or that face that you show people at work conflicts with the, with the face that you show people in your everyday life? What happens when the chaos or the change or the crisis or the new dynamics forces a merging or an overlap of all of these different areas of your life? So that you putting on one face in one area to cope and to deal and to be able to function is not going to work because your other face is going is, is gonna to conflict with that. So who are you in a crisis? How do you show up? Who shows up in a crisis? And so when you start having this disconnect between the person you are at work the person you are at home, the person you are with your friends, the person you are in crisis situations, the person you are when there's pressure, the person you are when there's not, when you have all of these different dynamics that are constantly, you know, you have to juggle, then you end up start feeling as if there's imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is when you feel like, you know, you doubt your accomplishments, you doubt your ability, you have this persistent internal fear of being exposed or afraid because you know that you're not being genuine. You know you're not being authentic. You know you are not being true to yourself. So the question needs to be asked, who are you in a crisis? So a lot of times what people do is to combat these feelings, you create all of these different faces that you show the world. Like I said, Beyonce with Sasha Fierce or Keisha with Kiki. But ultimately at the core, it's still you. When you create these different faces, it's just a different version of you that you think is better than what you have already. And the problem with that is that I can understand creating this alter ego or someone to help push you through or pull you through, you know, difficult things and, and help you get past feeling uncomfortable, especially if, in your, if you're in a situation that's requiring you to grow or to learn something new or develop to get you out of your comfort zone. That's one thing. But when you start giving this alter ego or this false face more credibility and more credence than your authentic self, then you run into issues. And when there is a crisis, when there is widespread change, when there is a lot of stress, it causes you to have to make a decision about how you're going to show up and about who is going to show up. So there's nothing wrong, like I said, with having different aspects or, or less dominant parts of your personality to go to as a, a boost or a pick-me-up. But if you lose yourself, if you start catering or deferring to this alternate personality in times when things are okay, what happens when change happens? What happens when there's a crisis? What happens when you find yourself in situations that are uncomfortable or that are unknown? 
being comfortable in your own skin and the changes that you go through as you grow, learn, and develop is important. It's vital for success. Crisis and unexpected change highlights who you really are at your core. You cannot run from who you are because in a crisis and in a highly stressful, volatile situation, you automatically devolve to fight or flight. And whoever you are, that is who's going to show up. So I want you to think about everything that you've had to go through with COVID-19. I want you to think about this stress that people have been under in your company, in your teams, in your household, in your friendships, in your family. And think about how different people respond to stress. Some people get really quiet and withdrawn. They can't deal with other people. Some people, get if they were nice before and they were patient, they may get impatient or snappy or grouchy. Some people have a hard time making decisions. Some people don't want to be uncomfortable at all. They just want certainty. Some people have a short fuse. Some people delay. There are a myriad of different ways that people can respond and react to change and high crisis situations. What you have to do is know how you respond. How do you react? Who shows up in a crisis when it comes to you? Is it your true authentic self that, that has issues with being uncomfortable and has issues with change and, and has issues with, with stability? Or is it the alter ego that you were showing to the world who was confident and who had it all together and who could never say, I don't know? Who are you in the midst of crisis? So when you, you have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself this question, you know, who stands up in the midst of change? And more importantly, how do you adapt to change in ways that make you better? Like I always say, change is a process that begins with an event. The event is the catalyst. That is the thing that spurred the, the shift. That is the thing that caused you to get rocked off of your axis. That is the thing that moved you from the path that you were used to. So when the, when the, when the catalyst happens and the event arrives, that is going to automatically throw you off your game, so to speak. So how are you going to react to that? How are you going to respond to that? There's a number of issues that you have to deal with, decisions that you have to make on a, on a, on a quick basis. There are the considerations that you may have to make that, where, that weigh in to the way that you process and the way that you interact with and engage with and work with other people. There are decisions that are going to have to be made that have ripple effects beyond just you and beyond just your immediate team and beyond your company or organization into people's families. So how do you know what you're doing is right, and how do you have the, comf the, the, the confidence to know that what you're doing is right and feel as if you can stand on your own decisions? Who shows up in a crisis? Who are you in a crisis? When change is upon you, who are you? When you have to make an immediate decision, who are you? When you find yourself in unfamiliar territory, who are you? And you have to understand that in order for you to understand, one, who you are, and two, to make the necessary adjustments to becoming better at who you are in a crisis, there are three things that I want to talk to you about that I think are imperative for you to, to consider whenever you are trying to figure out how to make yourself better 
in determining who shows up in a crisis. Number one, be aware. You have got to be aware of yourself, of your triggers, of your reactions, of your situations, of the circumstances, of how other people around you are responding and reacting to this, of the potential issues that are brewing that may be beyond your immediate scope of vision or consideration. You have to be aware of everything around you that touches you and that you touch, the ripple effect and how far it goes because you don't have the luxury of just reacting. You have to respond and you cannot craft a sufficient response unless you are aware. And that means you have to be aware internally of who you are, of how you're feeling, of what's going on in your thoughts, of the things that are potentially triggering to you that this, this crisis or this change event is causing to come to the surface. You have to be aware of your tone. You have to be aware of your body language. You have to be aware of the things that you're saying and the way that you're saying it and the decisions that you're making and how you're coming to those conclusions. So be observant. Document things if you need to in a journal or record something or, or just be aware and gather all the information that you can that's going to help you to be more sensitive to what's going on. Second thing, you need to be honest. Authenticity does not come without vulnerability. You cannot be authentic, you cannot be vulnerable if you are not willing to be honest. And taking that hard, honest look at yourself, at the situation, at the circumstances, at the people around you, at the things that are going to be going on and the ripple effects as well as the outcomes and how everything is gonna be impacted, you have to be honest, not only about all of that, but as about your feelings and your emotions and how that's impacting your decision-making abilities and how you're working with people and how you're leading. You have to be honest. You cannot just put this false front and this false face and have this mask on that you show the world because the mask is gonna fall off. Cracks are gonna start to appear in the armor if you are not being honest about the circumstances and the situation and your feelings and your emotions and your capabilities and your ability to actually deal with what's going on. You cannot expect yourself to operate without sleep. You cannot expect yourself to be the end-all be-all to everyone else and to be a source of support and a rock without taking care of yourself. You cannot expect yourself to rise above any limitation and say that it's not bothering you. You cannot expect yourself to make sound decisions unless you are honest about the circumstances. You cannot expect yourself to just shrug off any fears, any doubts, any things that's going on that's uncertain and say that it's not affecting you or impacting you. You have to be honest, brutally honest with who you are, how you're responding, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what are, what's going on around you, what's going on within you. You have to be honest. And the third component is you have to be open. Being open to adjusting, to learning, to growing, Nobody is perfect and people are allowed the grace to change, even you. <laughs>
So you have to be open that there's a new way and there there's a better way. You have to be open about what works and what doesn't. You have to be open to hearing different perspectives and to considering different ways of doing things. You have to be open to the what if. What if money was no object? What if I completely changed directions? What if we shifted industries? What if we went 100% virtual? What if we decided to change our product and service offerings? What if I decided I no longer wanted to be in this career? What if I needed to go back to school? What if I didn't want to do this anymore? What if I want something different than what I've always done? Be open. Try new solutions. Try new options. See what fits. Try on new things for size. Learn new things. Be open to taking the time to do what you need to do in order for you to be okay. I always say, love yourself enough to trust the process. Because change is a process. Reacting to change, responding to change, figuring out how you respond in a crisis and how you show up in a crisis is a process. And we all have our different ways of dealing with change and we have our different ways of dealing with crisis. But you have to be open to the fact that, hey, maybe this isn't working for me. Maybe I wanna do something different. This isn't working for me. Maybe I wanna go in a different direction. This isn't working for our organization or our team or our business. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. When you do that, all you are doing is beating your head against the wall. You are setting yourself up for failure. So if you want to really understand who you are in a crisis and who shows up in a crisis, you need to be open to doing things differently in a crisis. Now, one thing I will say with all of this, and I talk a lot about being equipped for change and, and especially in COVID-19 and the pandemic, we're talking about how to deal with things in a crisis. Well, the crisis happens with the event and there are certain things that we have to put in place to deal with and adjust to the event. But after the initial reaction, now we're dealing with the process. The crisis situation, once it's pretty much handled and we know what the new, what the new scenarios are and we know, you know what, the, what the new protocols are and the processes and how we're supposed to do things, it's no longer a crisis situation. Now it's a change process. So if you're working with teams or with other people in high stress or crisis situations, this brings into play an entirely different dynamic. Because people don't like sudden change. One thing we have to realize is that change is always happening. Your nails are growing right now. Your hair is growing right now. Your skin is growing right now and changing and developing. You've lost some hair follicles. You've shed some skin. You have grown a couple of inches or shrunk a couple of inches or gained a couple of pounds or lost a couple of pounds. Over time, we're changing in every single moment of every single day. We just don't notice it. Things around us change all the time and we just don't notice it. 
the seasons go by, you see the leaves fall off the trees, you see the trees barren, you see the buds start coming back, you see the, the leaves that are coming out and the flowers that are coming out. But we don't mind that because we know, hmm, it's happening, but it's not in your face. The change that we have issue with and the change that we call a crisis is one that happens that we're not prepared for. It happens suddenly and it pushes us out of our comfort zone. And so we have a difficult time dealing with that change. When during COVID-19 and they started issuing stay at home orders and started telling people that they wanted them to shelter in place, people had issues with it and there was a lot of fear not because it wasn't the right thing to do, but because all of a sudden I couldn't go out. All of a sudden I was being told that I was limited. All of a sudden I was being told that I could not do the things that I would normally be able to do. And because that was a sudden shift, people had a difficult time adjusting to it. There was a lot of fear. There was a lot of uncertainty. There were people who showed up in ways that were counterproductive. There were people who showed up in ways where they were highly stressed, they were fearful, they had a lot of issues in terms of adjusting mentally and psychologically, um, they had physical um, 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 symptoms that, that popped up as a result. So sudden change creates an entirely different dynamic in your organizations, in your teams, in the way that you respond and react to your friends and your family and the people in your circle. So. When we are thinking about how you show up and when we're thinking about how you react and we're thinking about who you are in a crisis, pretty much all bets are off. You can never say, I will never do that unless you know yourself, unless you're honest with yourself, unless you're aware of yourself, unless you're open to the possibilities of doing things differently. Because one thing that I know about a crisis one thing I know about change, it's not predictable. You could have gone through any type of, of change there is. And while there are certain underlying factors that always happen, every change situation is slightly different. I joke half-heartedly, um, but it's serious. My life has been a masterclass in change because I have had to deal with a number of change situations. I've had to deal with being in my house during Hurricane Katrina when I'm sitting in a roof, you know, in an attic and, and holding on to the rafters of the roof and there's water rising beneath my feet trying to figure out how I'm going to get out, losing everything and ended up getting plucked off of a roof and dropped in another city and a state with no way of getting back and no way of knowing how my life was going to be different and what I was going to do. Ending up going through a near-death experience, having had surgeries and, 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 and having to rebuild my business and rebuild my life and learn how to do a lot of basic things again. When you encounter a huge amount of change, when you encounter a huge crisis, that shifts your perspective. That shifts the way you think that shifts the way you respond and react to things. So who are you in a crisis? How do you show up in a crisis? If you are the calm, you know, laid back, level-headed person, are you that way in a crisis? If you are the high energy, oh my gosh, the sky is falling type, what are you like in a crisis? 
like I said, crisis situations magnify who you are at your core. They bring out and they, sh they shine a light on who you are at your core. So you have to start knowing who you are. And like I said, you have to be aware of yourself and your situation. You have to be honest with your feelings, what works and what doesn't. And you have to be open to adjusting, to learning and to growing. This is part of the process of equipping yourself for change. Because unless you have this honest dialogue with yourself, unless you do this self-evaluation and reflection now, you're going to be hard pressed to try to make adjustments in the moment. Because a lot of times you won't have time to make adjustments in the moment. So how are you supposed to move forward? How are you supposed to get the tools that you need in order for you to equip yourself to understand who's really gonna show up in a crisis? How are you gonna get somebody to walk alongside you and figure out with you what works and what doesn't? How is your organization gonna be able to adjust and adapt and pivot? How are you going to be able to see what's going to work best for you? One way is to align yourself with accountability partners, to position yourself by listening to podcasts and educating yourself about things that tools and tips and strategies that are out there by journaling, by becoming more self-aware, by taking time out to be more reflective. You can also connect with people like me. I've got a, um, a new book that is coming out called Equip for Change, which talks about the intersection of engagement, being connected. It talks about learning. And, and being able to uh, apply and, and acquire new information. And it talks about leadership, both leading from within and leading yourself as well as leading others. There's an online academy that I have that is, is going to provide opportunities for you to learn and to develop and to gain new strategies and tips and how-tos and step-by-step -step instructions of how to create success out of chaos. There are, uh, there's a Facebook group that I have called Equip for Change, where I share videos and I share tools and tips and strategies. And I have you connect with other people to be able to get you the information and the support that you need so that you can be better positioned to be successful regardless of what life throws at you. There's a number of resources on my website. There are a number of other coaches that are out there. There are books that are out there, you know, Brene Brown and other people who talk about you being more self-aware and vulnerable and honest. But the key is to start asking yourself some very hard questions. The key is to understand who you are in a crisis. And if you don't know who you are in a crisis, you can look back over the past couple of months and, the, and, and weeks of how you have responded and reacted to the pandemic. Think about any situation that you've had that has been uncomfortable, that's come out of the blue. How have you reacted? How have you shown up? How have you dealt with yourself and others in those times of, of uncertainty, of crisis, of discomfort? We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be aware of ourselves. 
we have to be open to what is new and the possibilities that can come as a result. There are no right answers in terms of one size fits all, but there are sound strategies, there are proven steps, there are ways for you to be able to get the help and the guidance that you need in order for you to create the life and the success that you want and deserve. Connect with me on social media. You can find me, Keisha A. Rivers. I'm on um, Instagram at Cars Group LTD. I'm on Twitter um, at Cars Group LTD. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, please connect with me. Visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. Sign up for my email newsletter and join me in this journey for me to provide you with the tools, the tips, the strategies, and most importantly, the best practices and actionable steps that will assist you in changing your mindset, mastering your success, and being equipped for change so that you can become the person that you were destined to be. Thanks a lot for listening and for joining me. Please join me um, twice a week on uh, this particular station and visit my website. Um, I look forward to connecting with you and working with you. And until next time, be safe, be sane, and be sanitized.